You are listening to the Stories of Healing and Wonderlust podcast, and I am your host, Lou Kelly. Join me each fortnight as I explore the wild and wonderful world of healing, conscious living, yoga, self-development, travel, and the journey of life. We explore the very real human experiences that we go through and the many ways we overcome these challenges. I share with you via solo chats and also in conversation with some extraordinary guests. This podcast is a curation of relatable yet inspirational stories, and it showcases the varied voices in the healing and self-development space today. I hope you enjoy. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another solo episode of this podcast, Stories of Healing and Wonderlust. It's so good to be home. We went over to Western Australia for 10 days and now I'm back. So I'm recording this sitting at our kitchen table. It's been so nice to have a couple of nights in my own bed and just to really land. There's so much beautiful spring weather around at the moment and I'm really feeling the vibrancy of the earth coming back to life. I have a funny story to share with you and as you will tell from what I'm going to call this episode, I nearly burnt our house down the day before we left to go over to Western Australia. And in that action and the fright that it gave me, I had a reminder, like a, a, a universal reminder that we cannot force our manifestations. <laughs> and I'll unpack this when I tell you the story in a moment. But part of what I love to share in the world is all about supporting highly sensitive women mainly to thrive in the world using their traits. And I've just launched my mentorship and I've got another offering coming out soon. So, so much of my work is around this. Obviously, I'm teaching yoga and I love to share yoga and it, that is very much a part of my offering. But another part of my offering is all around consciously creating the life that we want. And, you know, this is very much one of my values and one of my beliefs. And every year I teach a retreat at the end of the year called Conscious Creation Queen that is about letting go of the year that was so really consciously, energetically letting it go and clearing out a space so we can create like a fertile ground for new intentions, new sankalpas and new beginnings. And then really consciously bringing in a vision that we want to see manifested in our lives and just being so anchored into that feeling and that energy and that frequency. So I love this particular retreat and I hope I can offer it forever at the end of the year. Usually it's at the end of November. This year it's going to be in December 8th to the 10th. There's still a couple of rooms left, two rooms left if you're interested. But I love this this I, this energy and this idea that we can consciously create our lives. And I've always been interested. And I want to take you back to a time when I went on a particular retreat and I have a vision board in front of me that I created on this retreat. I think it was around 2016. I wish I had the date on the back of this vision board. But I went on this retreat. I was living in Melbourne. And I was just in a really stuck place in my life at the time. And as soon as I saw this retreat with two beautiful women named Lauren, I was like, I need to go to this retreat. It was again around like in, at the start of January. And I remember just feeling so compelled to go on this retreat. 
It was a small retreat down the Mornington Peninsula in a beautiful house, intimate group of women. And I didn't know what I was going for, but I knew I wanted to get unstuck. I felt at that time like I was walking through quicksand. I was in a like romantic situation that wasn't great. And I wanted to move forward with my life and create a life that was inspirational and lit me up. Even though there were parts of my life that I was enjoying being in Melbourne, I hadn't quite found my feet yet. I didn't really have much abundance. I wasn't able to travel much. I felt a little bit just stuck is the word I can think of. And knowing that there was more for me, knowing that the vision I had in my head of what I wanted my life to be was not matching my external reality. And so I was willing to kind of learn and do whatever it took to get me to a place where my my vision in my head was matching my outer reality. So on this retreat, we did all of these incredible clearing practices. We made a grid with crystals. We sat and we visioned and we talked and we really anchored into that reality. And even though at the time it seemed such a jump, like a quantum leap to get to where I wanted to go, I was willing to hold that vision. So on the vision board in front of me, there is pictures of all these beautiful locations around the world. There is a woman teaching yoga, holding space in circle on a beach. There's India. There's all of these words like simplify your life, sea change, nomad, success spirit, action, purpose, the power of every day, entrepreneur on a mission around the world. And all of these, yeah, beautiful images of hotels and seaside locations. There's a woman sitting in front of a bookshelf looking like she's kind of written a book. That was the vibe I got. And there was photos of a woman who, and you might have seen this on Instagram, it was a bit of like a trend a couple of years ago, a beautiful woman with her hand back and there's like a male's hand holding hers and she's kind of like holding and leading him through these beautiful locations around the world. So I stuck all these photos on this vision board. I really anchored into that vision and then I left the retreat. It was only a couple of days long and I kept this vision board on my wall for about three or four years. And I literally looked at it every day. And I released the need to kind of control how that reality came to be. But honestly, 2016, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, this was like seven years ago. And almost every single thing on this vision board is now in my external reality. And it's kind of mind-blowing if it hasn't already happened, like I'm looking at the woman with the book, like it's going to happen very soon. So it doesn't feel like a jump anymore. And this is how I truly know that this stuff works. And this is why I love to teach this idea that we do have control in our life to some degree. If we can hold the feeling, if we can hold the vision, if we can share the vision with someone else who can also hold it, which is really powerful, then it becomes even stronger and more amplified. We are incredibly powerful souls. Let that land. I'm so grateful that my husband, now husband, who I realize is the man in my vision board, who I was kind of 
walking around the world with. He also loves to plan. And every New Year's Day, we sit down or New Year's Eve around that time. And as a couple, we plan out what we want to create in that year. People are always saying to us, God, you guys do so much. How do you get so much done? It is honestly in the planning. And because two of us are holding the vision together, it becomes even more amplified. I always tell my girlfriends, like, hold a ceremony with your partner and see how much you can create together. I mean, even just the exercise of talking about what you want to do in the year ahead is, you know, pretty incredible to share with someone, especially someone that you love and that you potentially live with. So anyway, (laughs) I love talking about this. I love teaching it. I know that our frequency and our vibration creates so much in our life and it creates a resonance with the things that we want to draw in. But let me just turn the, uh, attention now of this podcast to the story of nearly burning the house down and me realizing that sometimes you need to let the vision go and realize that we're not in control. All right, so I'll tell you what happened. I've had a lot happening. (laughs) I had a couple of beauty appointments to do before we flew away. So this is the day before we left to go to Western Australia a couple of weeks ago. I had a lot on my plate. I was launching the mastermind. I was trying to pack. I'm cleaning the house. I'm, you know, doing all the last minute things. So there was a lot on my mind. This is no excuse. And by the way, this has never happened before. I'm boiling some eggs on the stove. It was around 10 in the morning and I thought I'll just boil these eggs and we can have them as a snack later. I then made my own breakfast and ate it. And in that time, the pot on the stove boiled dry. I didn't know. Um, And I wasn't really thinking about it because it wasn't making that boiling sound anymore. You know how eggs kind of make that sound in the pot. So I left the house. The pot was still on. I leave the house. I go down to Bay Street. And this is where my beautician is. I was needing a longer than one hour park because I was going to be there for about an hour and a half. And for the life of me, I could not find a two-hour park. Usually you can get one after a few laps at least of the street. I literally drove around for 15 minutes. I'm calling my beautician. I'm like, I cannot find a park. Just just hold on. Like I'm coming, but I just cannot find a park. And in this time, I was like, come on universe. Where is the two-hour park? Please. I'm trying to manifest it. I'm like, this park is coming. I drove up and down the street. I literally did 10 or 15 laps of this one street. And the whole time I'm like, come on, I've got so much to do today. I need this park. I I don't need, I don't want to have to move my car. But for the life of me, I couldn't find the two hour park. Eventually I parked in a one hour park and I was like, gee, I'm really not that great at manifesting, am I? (laughs) This was like my dialogue. I walk into the beautician. I let her know, I'm sorry, I'm going to need to move my car. after an hour. And she's like, that's fine. No worries. Mind you, the car was pretty far away. So we do the first hour and then I get up, I leave. I'm like, I'll see you in 10 minutes. Um, I'll just move the car. I walk all the way back to the car. I get in the car. As soon as I get in the car, I get this realization. Oh my God. Did I turn the stove off? I can't remember. I literally can't remember if I did or I didn't. That is where my mind was at that day. 
but I get this sick sinking feeling and I just start to drive directly home through the back streets. I'm speeding. I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God. And the whole time, like my dad was um, like in the fire brigade when I was young and like leaving something on the stove was pretty much the worst thing you could do. The worst sin you could, <laughs> you could do. I get home. I pull in. We're in an apartment with like two apartments downstairs and two apartments upstairs. We're one of the upstairs apartments. I pull into the driveway. I park. I get out of my car so fast. And the first thing I hear is the smoke alarm going off. I start to feel like my stomach is going to flip. I'm sprinting up to the door of the the apartment building. I open the door. I can hear the alarms louder. I sprint up the stairs to our door. And at this point, I'm thinking that I'm opening the door to flames. I I like fumble with the key and the lock because I'm shaking so hard. And I open the door and the house is absolutely full of black smoke with a smell like I can't even describe to you. The neighbor's running out. He's like, what's going on? His smoke alarm in the middle of the, um, like in the hallway is going off. And I'm, I raced into the house. The pot, and it was just thick black smoke. I could hardly see. The pot was on the stove. There were eggs exploded everywhere. And in my mind, I can't remember if there was actual flames on the eggs, but they were like completely black with just this black smoke pouring out of them. I get a cloth. I pick up the pot. I turn off the stove, which was still on, and I put it under the tap and all the smoke and all the steam. The house is full of smoke. I open every single door and window and try and let the smoke out. Finally, the smoke alarm stopped going and I'm literally just in shock. And I realize in this moment that the universe was looking out for me. If I had got that two-hour park, like I had been so trying to manifest, there's no way I would have remembered. And the smoke alarms would have gone off. The neighbor wouldn't have been able to get in. I would have, they would have called the fire brigade. The fire brigade would have come, broken down our door. All of these scenarios are going through my head and I'm literally just shaking like a leaf in so much shock. And I realized that what we think in the moment is the best thing for us, the universe has a bigger plan. Like I had an angel on my shoulder that day who was looking out for me. Who knows whether the house would have caught fire? I don't know. But it certainly would have been a much, much, much worse outcome. This story, I'm a little bit ashamed to say, I've got to admit, like I'm a bit absent-minded, but I want to share it in the spirit of reminding us all, as it was a huge reminder for me, that if something in your life isn't happening yet or it's not happening in the way you want, there it may just be something that we can't see that is coming, that is better or different, or the universe is looking out for you. And while we are really definitely powerful creators and we can set our intentions and, you know, see them come to life, we need to let them go and know that you know, there is always its own timeline and its own way of manifesting. So I hope you got something out of this little story I had to share. Keep dreaming big 
Keep setting your sights on what you want to create. Keep knowing that, yes, you are very powerful, but also let it go and allow the universe to work its magic as well. I will chat to you next time. Lots of love. Thank you so much for listening today, everyone. If you loved this podcast, please share it with someone who you believe might need this message today or share it on your social media and don't forget to tag me. I really love your feedback. You can reach me at hello at lukelly.com. That's Lou, K-E-L-L-E.com. Until next time, stay happy, stay free. You are perfect as you are.